and had conversations with me know that I have a deep curiosity and fascination for finding answers and in, 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 in facts about things that have basically no practical use in my life. Um, it's just how it works. And so what I mean by this, I'll give you an example. Um, bananas, as we all know, are one of the most radioactive foods that you can eat. And so a banana gives you radiation when you eat it. Also, airplanes do as well. So an airplane at cruising altitude, if you were on an airplane for, for an hour, that would be the same amount of radiation as eating 30 bananas. Not useful. Not useful at all. It really doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't help me know radio. I'm still going to ride planes. Like, I still have to get places. Um, but it's a random fact. Another one I learned last week was uh, the silent K in words like knit and knife and knight. Uh, they were meant to be pronounced. Up until about the 17th century, they were used. And so if you were like a Shakespeare fan, he used knives and like he knitted, I guess. Um, also not useful. Uh, they're great, but they're not useful. And, and that's just kind of how my mind works. I like to know why things are the way they are. Um, and this really did help me in, as a young Christian, I, I knew God. I had heard what my parents say and I'd heard from my pastors and I talked with people. Um, and I knew God and I, and I prayed and, and all that stuff. I didn't know God that well. And so, it helped me start looking at scripture differently and like, well, why is that that way? And it kind of made me ask those questions like, you know, if God didn't really need us, why did he make us? Or why does, why does God really love us? Because a lot of other gods that you see on TV and stuff that like other religions worship, like they're different. And so why is our God the way our God is? And so it got me thinking about scripture. And one of these verses, um, we're talking about tonight, one of these scriptural things. I'll actually, I'll say it without looking. That's how good I am with this whole Bible thing. Um, John eleven thirty five. <clears throat> Jesus wept. Great. Uh, it's great. It's, it's easy. It's super, it's super easy. It was my favorite memory verse as a child. I would like walk up to my mom and be like, I know a new verse. Um, and I'd use it all the time. And, and besides that though, there, there's something really deep there. There's something that gives us a picture of who God is and and, and it can kind of explore Jesus in, in a way that we don't always see with Jesus. We think of Jesus sometimes like this perfect, perfect being, and then we see crying maybe as like a bad time or a weakness. And, and so I'm trying to ask these questions of, well, why did, why did Jesus weep? Well, the next verse, and then go ahead and put that up. It gives us kind of a, an idea. This is, this is an idea. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Now, let me give you the context here. Um, what Jesus is weeping is in the middle of the story of Lazarus. So a friend of his has died. And he is there with the sisters, Mary and Martha, and, and they're, they're, they're people that are there mourning with them. Uh, and this is a pretty typical thing in this culture that they would have uh, seven or so days of mourning, and then there'd be like 30 days that there'd be some other restrictions. And so this was a mourning culture. People would gather and they would mourn the death of close friends, family, and things like that. And so they see Jesus weeping in this moment, and they say, see how he loved him. That's pretty human, right? I mean, I would probably assume the same thing. Right? When people pass away, when, when people we love and people that are friends and family, when they pass away, that's a pretty normal response is to be upset, to be grieving. And so Jesus does this. I, I, we, we think about grief and why we cry. And then we think about memories, right? I lost uh, my first grandparent uh, several weeks back. And it wasn't like a happy time. We weren't celebrating. We were, I mean, 
kind of, like we're, we know she's a Christian, we know she's in a better place, she's with Jesus, but there's still these memories that we have, and we loved her, and we cared about her. And so she's gone on, and we don't get to talk to her anymore. And so there's like this sadness, this grief that goes throughout the family members and the friends that she made on earth. And so this makes sense. This makes sense. What they're saying makes sense, but I think there's more to it because spoiler alert, by the way, I don't know if you're okay with that. Um, At the end, Jesus brings Lazarus back from the dead. So if he knows that, why is he weeping? So let's, let's, let's read. Let's go back to the beginning of chapter 11. Um, I'll read and then some, some of it will pop up. Um, Verse one, chapter 11. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. So this is before he died. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Your friend is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. Okay. Um, No, it's for God's glory that the God's son will be glorified through this. Okay. It makes a little more sense. Okay. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two more days. Interesting choice. And then he said to the disciples, let's go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you and you're going back. So this is the beginning of this whole story. Lazarus is sick. Jesus is a a long way off because in that area, he had kind of gotten in trouble with the religious leaders. They were trying to end his life. And so he's multiple days away from Bethany. And they're saying, hey, this guy, your friend, he's sick. He needs your help. And Jesus is far off. And he says, hey, sickness is not going to end in death. There's, there's some things that are going to happen here. So here's the crossroads for Jesus. Go back where he could perform a miracle, heal his friend, or as we know, he dies, and bring him back from the dead. Perform this huge thing. It's going to send like warning signals everywhere. The religious leaders are going to hear, hear it. They're going to want him dead. And as we know, that does eventually happen. Or he could just not. He could just be like, that's, that's really not good. Sorry. And he could stay away and he could stay in safety. Right? He, he, could, he could stay away. So let's do a segment called How John Would Have Handled It. Um, I have an image here. Yes. This is... I'm out, right? No, that's crazy. I'm not going to go to my certain death, right? This, like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty young. I still have a couple more years. Let's, we'll bring him back in from the dead in, like, six years from now. Like, like I'd be, like, figuring this out. I'm not going to just go and die for no reason. I mean, just this, this thing. So, but, but we know Jesus does. And so Jesus doesn't handle this the way that John would handle this. He goes. This crossroads. Stay Safety, go, life's going to have some bumps. So despite the obvious danger, Jesus chooses this path. He chooses where he goes, and he goes back to them. And let me, let me actually read some of this for you. Um, verse 32, when Mary reached the place where Jesus was, so Jesus came back, he talks to Martha, has some interesting conversation with her, and then Mary comes to him. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
And when Jesus saw her weeping, the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and he was troubled. And then we get to the part where Jesus wept. But why did he make this decision? Let me, let me remind you of Jesus' purpose here on earth. So this is Mark ten forty five. It says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15 says, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds power of death. That is the devil. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Jesus came with a purpose. He came with a purpose. So he is making the decision to pursue that against the, the, the rational, this is not safe, this is dangerous. He goes down the path of death. So this moment where Jesus wept, this is a moment of an expression of love for humans, what we're going through. Because it's not just this moment of my friend's dead and I'm sad. It's this moment of death exists and, and bad things exist and people are grieving and crying and, and this is not a good situation. I don't want this for my people. This is a moment of this is not a good place. But I'm going to make it better. I'm going to make the decisions. I'm going to go down this path that is not for my benefit, but for the benefit of those that I love. This is Jesus. Jesus was grieved at the fallenness of the world. There's sin, there's death, there's all these things. In Revelation 21, it gives a picture, the same writer, John, he gives this picture of the new heavens and the new earth. And it's these same things that have passed away. There's no more crying, no more death, no more sorrow, no more sadness. These are the things that are going to pass away because Jesus wins because he was focused and he made those crossroad decisions. We sometimes, we think about God and we borrow from other religions and pictures of God. We think of like other, other gods out there like Zeus and Poseidon and whoever you want to add. But they're these like really strong beings. They're, they're really focused. They're really powerful. And they're not really all that into humans. They don't really care. They're better than humans. They don't really care about humans. And sometimes we think about God and his perfection as this, this perfect thing and then we mess up and we just have to say, I'm sorry. And like, he doesn't really care about us. He doesn't really love us. But what this shows us in John 11 is that he deeply cares about these people. He is really frustrated. He's really grieved over them and what they're going through. He's not He's not happy about it. In fact, he's doing really, really intentional things to make that better place, that new heaven, that new earth, a reality. To to be able to bring these people into himself, to bring us with him forever. And so this kind of last thought is just that Jesus knows your grief. I mean, he took the sins of the world. He knows your grief. He experiences your grief. When bad things happen to you and your family, he knows he's grieved by that. That wasn't what he wants. But we serve a faithful God who is faithful to himself, faithful to his purpose. We have a Savior who loves and cares about us so much that he would die for us. And when we are having those moments of lowness, Jesus comes close to us. He doesn't stay far off. He comes in. And he speaks to us. And he says, I, I know, I get it. I'm with you. So 
we're going to go into just a moment of reflection, a moment where you're going to close your eyes, you're just going to pray, you're going to think through some things. And I want you to think about God, and I want you to just know that he loves you, know that he cares about you, know that he feels your grief. And, and I want you to just bring your sins to him, bring your struggles. I want you to bring the, the things that are hurting you and holding you back when people have wronged you and bring that to God and just give that to God and let him handle those things. So take a moment, close your eyes, spend a minute just thinking through what Jesus has done with these crossroads of decisions, what Jesus has done making a way for you and I to be with him forever.